You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Real quick, now that we've had a space of silence, let's do a shirt advertisement that we can put at the front of the episode. Okay. Uh, through and through merch.com, we have shirts, Twerking Marge, Moloch shirt. They are almost done. And we are on the final pushed. This is the final uh, 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 worst possible time. Don't, don't, uh, no, I think that's uh, it's German. I know. Don't uh, yeah, don't say But the beer hall pushed is uh, is not good. We don't want us to be associated with that. All right. Then then this is the final. This is the, the last battle cry of the okay. shirts. Of, of, <laughs> of, the, of the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, want to. We're headed in a direction again. <laughs> can we use any of this i don't know anyway uh through and through merch.com go there buy a shirt they're lit our man hunt hooked it up he prints lots of shirts he does lots of he does lots of cool shit on there uh give him your business it's the holiday season uh buy a worst possible timeline t-shirt for your niece for your unk for your nephew Everybody in the family loves a, a twerking Marge T-shirt. They're the best. They're really funny. They're cool. They make you look cool. You wear them to the airport. You wear them to the mall, and everyone looks at you and they go, "Holy shit! Look at no, this!" That's cool. Uh, you see, here's the thing: you'll have you whatever reaction you want. You may just get if you want people to be like, "Yo, that's lit," or if you want them to be like, "Holy shit! I'm going to avoid con- eye contact with this person." You'll, way. you'll you'll solicit both of those reactions. That's a fact. <laughs> so anyway, go buy a shirt. It's uh there's they're running out, they're almost done. Uh this is your it might be your last chance. And for people that have bought a shirt, they should be shipping out very soon. Uh so uh check your mailbox, check under the Christmas tree. Uh they they might be coming your way very soon. Uh and now here's the episode. Boom. All right. It is too. Because we're recording and I don't have headphones, but I don't, I just, I, you know, I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I, uh, I, I feel, I feel compelled to, to begin immediately while we're, uh, we're, we're in the zone. We're in the sphere where I'm, I'm looking at Twitter. I'm getting mad. Okay, well, well, what's got you? Because I'm going to get you mad. It's a very feminine trait to not know where your headphones are. Uh, <laughs> How is that a feminine trait? My girlfriend will just lose her headphones for days, and she'll be like, "They'll turn up," and I'm like, "What is this? This so is be, insane." So, be, so because of because a woman in your life lost her headphones, you now associate that with femininity. That's correct. <laughs> that's that's sorry, right. that's ridiculous. But I know where they are. I just don't want to. I just don't feel like getting. It's 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 not laziness. I want to. It's because I don't want to offset the momentum. I want to come in. This is a hot mic. This is a hot moment. Not in the mm. sexual sense, but in the in the uh, emotional sense. All right. What do, what do you got for me? The internet is doing tired shit. They're calling. They're calling Matt Taibbi a fascist. Oh God! It's <laughs> so yeah. tired. Listen, 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 everyone. 
there's certain words that you can use that signal that you're not a real person. <laughs> uh, one of them is nothing burger, which uh, if you started using nothing burger in the last 11 days, you are a hundred percent, not a real human being. You're in Marvel uh, comics. They've got LMDs, right? What's that? Those are lo- life model decoys. Mm-hmm. So they're just like uh, androids that look exactly like someone. So I could replace you with a life model decoy mm-hmm. and it probably go weeks before anybody realized that there's something, Hey, this guy's a little off. It's called, it's called you getting know? sheep dipped. Yeah. Uh, that is what happened. That is what you are when you use things like, Oh, this is a nothing burger. Or did you see all the, uh, People clipped them. There was dozens and dozens of people using the same exact language saying, imagine doing PR for the world's wealthiest man. And it's like, what do you suppose is happening here? Do you think that because he received this packet of information from the horse's mouth and then vetted it, that that's not how journalism occasionally works. It, it, like, what do people think that you like wade through sewers and shit for journalism? That that's the only way that you get like any type of information. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Yo, it's a story worth reporting on everybody. And the deeper it goes, I was actually surprised. I thought they were going to like shoot their load immediately and go with the most salacious shit. The more salacious shit just keeps coming out. And it's like, yo, why are you not taking this seriously? Oh, I understand because your partisan is all hell. That's yeah. the only reason. Like otherwise, there's something wrong with you. I, I need to. I can't. I, I'm trying to be more uh, kind about these things, but there's something wrong with you if you don't see it as newsworthy that the government is advising a private company on what it should allow into the world not for legal reasons not for legal reasons but for partisan reasons if that doesn't if you don't say oh yes that is newsworthy uh that's fucking crazy like you can feel however you want about elon you could be at the end of it you could be like elon's a scumbag which is weird he wasn't there (laughs) but you can you can feel what you want about elon about the trump administration about uh, Hunter Biden as a man, uh, his privacy. You can feel any of those ways. But if you don't deem it newsworthy that these things are happening, there is something wrong with you. You've you've passed the Rubicon into just hack territory. You're, you're fucking operative at that point. What I, what I see happening in regards to – we're talking about the Twitter files now. I mean what I see in regards to that is uh... – uh just people being like oh we already knew all this like it's like this weird like ironic kind of like detached sort of like oh late to the party bro and it's like okay anybody that was like paying attention suspected it but now we have like hard proof that yes this was happening but what's weird is that weren't Twitter. So Twitter was taking direction from both the Democrats and the Republicans on on what information to to you know downplay or remove, right? Well, sort of. So they were taking advice from. They were ta- the FBI met with them numerous times and advised them. Uh, then you had the individual. Uh, you're the indiv- You had the. The partisan entities, and then you had uh, essentially deep state 
and they were both they were both applying pressure to Twitter. And uh, the one that's most uh, disconcerting is is the uh, the intelligence agencies coming to Twitter and being like, mm, "Better not run that." Yo, that's a problem. <laughs> Yo, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. So, uh, it it's uh, this has been a discouraging moment to watch the like for example. People don't do this in what I'll call real life. They only do this in in sectarian life. Uh, we all know that Catholic priests molest kids. If we saw if we if some journalist, as has happened, was able to find the evidence that they paid people off, covered it up. This was the film spotlight for anybody <laughs> that wants to revisit a very kind of a. Uh, uh, mundane sort of uh, directed film. Uh, when you find the evidence and it says in no uncertain terms, that thing that you believe to be happening is certainly happening. And there's a cover up, which is the important part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> then, then it is relevant. That is the, that, that might be the definition of news, honestly. I mean, so I, like, I, I think it's what like, are we talking about. I think that, the degree to which the FBI and the CIA and the you know, deep state actors, however you want to define it, uh, the way in which they, the level to which they're embedded in. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Many, many facets of government media, the the way in which they uh, exercise a sort of like silent sort of hidden power uh, beyond the, the 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 radar of the American public in order to just sort of like, I guess, basically guide the Overton window of discussion. Right. I mean, I think that's that's essentially what they're doing. The, the degree to which that's happening. Is, is as I said, it's un, it's unseen. It's kind of unknowable. But this sort mm -hmm. of takeover of Twitter and the sort of and the, and the pulling back the curtain has revealed uh, a, a way in which those entities uh, sort of conspire behind the scenes, right? And it's kind of it goes beyond party. It goes beyond you know uh, uh, left right access. It's merely just the motivations of um, a sort of a sort of hidden arm of the government and that's a problem yeah it's a problem and i mean it's it's sort of like you know depending on what they're sort of what what the, what information they're policing it's kind of irrelevant because the fact that they're doing it at all is Correct. 
is a problem. It could be that they're they're not letting you see, you know, the the script for Avatar. Doesn't matter. The fact that they're yeah. exercising hidden power to keep things from you is yes. that's disturbing. And, it's bad. And I'll go one, it's not good. I'll go one, I, I I feel more strongly about the other issue than a lot of people do, which is the shadow banning. Uh I can understand the argument for how a platform would not want certain voices to be amplified. I understand it. It's also yeah. a libertarian. It's also a libertarian argument for people that are uh, pretend that the libertarianism is somehow evil or whatever. But it's a fundamentally libertarian argument. And uh, okay, so you're private entity. Although at that time, I think you were publicly traded. But whatever, you you, you are uh, your own business. And you uh, you don't want Richard Spencer to become the face of your platform. Pretty understandable, yeah. right? Uh, except that you lied and you said that you weren't suppressing him, but you were. Now, there's a question. Is a company obliged to be honest with you? Well, advertising would say no, but statements such as we do not shadow ban uh and while you are actively shadow banning uh literally throttling people's uh reach with a button click which which in fairness every reasonable person did know was happening yeah How, however when they lie to your face it it is newsworthy to report they were lying to you it is not a nothing burger simply because the thing we suspected is confirmed that, again, that's the opposite of a nothing burger. <laughs> that's confirmation. Yeah. That's relevant. So uh, I think that the basically you are a full fucking Obama weirdo if you are going around saying this is not. This is not germane. This is this is what 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 is this? There's bigger issues. Kanye uh, doesn't like Jews. You know what I mean? Like you're just being dishonest. You're being like truly partisan in, in like an ugly way. You, you got to get like a, well, a T-shirt for your for your fucking party. Well, I don't even know that's. I mean, yeah, obviously it is sort of the it's it's on the on the the lib end of things that uh, of the people that are you know saying that this is not a big deal, right? But but it's something. It's it go to me. It goes beyond that because it's like. It's not so much that you're that those people are sort of simping for Dems or or being, you know, neo libs or whatever, whatever. It's it's that they're they're simping for the, <laughs> they're simping for big tech and big government. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. It's not so much a party as much as it is like, hey, actually, we knew. I want to be. Uh, I want to be stepped on, and and they should do it. You know, and it's like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain to people that like, even if this is bad information, quote unquote, even if this is information you don't want to see, even if this is, maybe it's not even necessarily true. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's conspiracy bullshit or like whatever. It's important that people don't hide things from you, that you uh, have access to it. See, that's the thing. Strange people will just say uh if it's not good then don't give it to, then i don't want access to it if you say it's bad that's please don't allow me to have it 
right? And they, they treat things like poison. It's like, oh, well, somebody said it was the, the label said it was bad, so I uh, I don't want it. And it's like, you know, that's fine. What you have to understand is that that's fine and good for you. That that's completely you get to make your own decisions in life. That's fine. But you're when you say yeah, please deny it to me and everyone else because I think it might be naughty, or at least that's what you tell me. You're making decisions for others, and that's weird. Well, but it, <laughs> what if it, I want to eat poison? Well, but it's not even I, – I would put it in more in terms that people I think would more understand in the sense that like – I mean because everyone's happy to let Patrick eat poison all day. But mm. the point to me is that like – so a lot of this like misinformation, disinformation to, to like, in my view, kind of began when Trump became president and everyone was like, Russia, the Russia thing, Russia put out memes and it made people believe things that aren't <laughs> true. And that's why they voted for Trump. And it's like, yo, people were like the, the conceit of that narrative of that, of that, of that concept is that. Oh, if these people just read the New Yorker, they would have made the correct political decision. You know, it's right. not the fucking meme that says the Pope loves Trump. That's not why that person voted for Trump. It's because they wanted to they they it goes beyond that. You can't you can't just it, it's like if you have control of the information. And you can deem the bad things as all lies and bad and 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 things that people should not consume, then they will make the correct decisions. And I don't know how else to think of that other than fucking thought control. Right. Well, again, uh, I don't think anybody should do fentanyl. However, uh, some people want to. And it's like, what what is the like clockwork orange calculus that we're doing here? You know what I mean? Like, like, oh no, you're not allowed to want that. You're not allowed to to have that in your heart. It's like, yo, what if I just okay? So let's say that, yeah, as you said, let's say that the Hunter Biden story, for example, was completely false. Turned out no, but let, let's say it was completely completely false. What if I like false things? I'm yeah. not allowed. You know, what I mean? like what what a bizarre way to go through life is like not good. So you can't have it. It's like. You, know, you 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 love government, huh? You love to get stepped on. This well, is all it is. So the Hunter Biden thing is almost like a a, a sort of perfect counterbalance because it's like, okay, you wanna you wanna destroy the meme that says the Pope loves Trump, right? Because the Pope, in fact, has never said any such thing, and you don't want Catholics to believe that because they're a large voting block, and if they think that, they're all going to come out and vote in droves for Trump. First of all, once again, whether it's true or not. Is, is not germane. It's it's not important to me. It's weird that you don't want them to see things so that they go and they vote your way. And also, yeah. that, and like, but like, going with this line of logic, the the Hunter Biden thing is is a perfect counterbalance because that was true, and they and they ban and they 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 wholesale uh what they they banned it on Twitter and they completely they what did Facebook do? They just made it inaccessible. Uh, yeah. but that was actual, that was actually real. So th it has nothing to do with getting rid of bad information. It has nothing to do with getting rid of misinformation. It has everything to do with, we have a desired outcome. <laughs> that's what it is. And I don't know how to explain to you how that's bad. <laughs> that, that, that that's important to know that that's well, happening where you get your information and it's not good. <laughs> 
So listen, that's actually, I don't know how to explain it to you is the problem, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to attempt something that is not going to work. I'm going to look for a Glenn Greenwald tweet. Uh, and I'm guessing that this is not possible because he tweets so fucking much that there's no way that I'll be able to find it. But I thought that for a guy that I find largely unpleasant, yeah, uh, he, he said it perfectly. I've always looked for, I've always looked for the language to express a thing that, that I, I, I've always felt. And weirdly, this guy put it into words. So I'm going to attempt to find this. Uh, he's saying exactly, you know, you, you and I are, it's just a matter of time before people come for us the way they come for this poor bastard. Plain being uh, I mean, listen, I don't care because I'm at the point now where like I've we've been in this sort of thing for so long and we've seen this sort of shit happen on Twitter so much that it's like, I'm kind of half convinced that I'll like people that shout this stuff down your bots like i like i think that there's like i i I mean just go with me on this it's it's not like a fully fleshed out like i don't know how in practice it would work like in in a practical sense but like there's just there's just like like things don't whenever they don't want this to catch on right like they don't like they don't want it to be a big deal that uh that that you know, the FBI and whatever intelligence agencies and, and political parties were influencing tech companies to uh, guide the sort of discussion that happens on Twitter, right? They don't want that to be so like, from the outset, it like just gets shouted down, it just gets ridiculed, like there's just so in the like, yeah, maybe they, they'll come for in the way that they come for Glenn Greenwald, if, if perhaps this this podcast ever is able to sort of poke above the um the little niche that we're in right now maybe they will but like i'm at the point where like whether you're a literal bot whether you're like actually an algorithm and there's not like a person behind a a, a, a keyboard or you are a person behind a keyboard but you're so like you just like you got so bot up. you got bot mindset you got bot mind you're so you're so married to a party or an ideology that like you're just a bot to me at that point and it's like, well, and I don't mean to dismiss it just because like, I think they should care about what I care about. That's not necessarily where I'm coming from. It's just like, because like we, there's plenty of things that people really care about that we, you and I do not. Yeah, sure. We sure, sure. didn't pay the January 6th thing very much mind. There's probably a lot of great arguments for why, why that is actually important. Right. And maybe that's just, you know, we see it sort of differently maybe there's other people out there that, but like being so vehemently like, like, like this is bullshit. We already knew blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're, yeah, you just, you got bot mindset. That's all. I, I, I want you to think about the people that are coming for Glenn Greenwald for, for tweeting the following. Mm. Uh, A month. So there was multiple Biden advisors in Facebook when the Hunter Biden story was suppressed from but the New York Post reporting of it was suppressed. So 
this okay. So there's uh, a couple people. There's Andy Stone, but this one's crazy. Anna uh, Makanju, a Facebook censor who worked for the Obama White House and then advised the Biden campaign. That person was responsible with a couple other people for pulling the lever that said, you can't see this. That's a person who is obviously biased. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like now, how can you say that that's nothing? I mean, that's like that by definition, whether you want to use it as a pejorative or not, that is that is pure partisan. Like, yes, this, that's that's hackery. It's the definition <laughs> so it's like, of partisan. So, again, my question is. What are we doing here where we're like, again, you can think it's so weird that you can't separate these things. Uh, you can't say Trump is scum. However, I think that. uh, uh liberal values uh have to be maintained on our side uh or we risk becoming like him right uh you, and you can't say um uh Elon Musk is a scumbag however this is uh th- this is relevant news that we should we we should be digging into to see how much is there right. why why can't you say these things <laughs> like it's it's crazy i Instead, mean I, you have you yeah. have to bulldog. You have to bulldog this fucking uh, 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 Glenn Greenwald. Uh, this is the gay fellow living in Brazil. Right. Well, well. I mean, that's the scary thing is like, you know, Trump for for as as like fucked up as a dude as he is and like as fucked up as his administration was, it never had the culture on its side. You know what I mean? And it's like <sighs> watching – Watching the sort of, I mean, however you want to define it, you know, liberal sort of wing of the of the American uh, culture, left, whatever, like watching that become day by day, like just increasingly illiberal and increasingly like without any sort of sense of uh, self-awareness of like, you know, well, let's let's talk about the lack of self-awareness. Taylor Lorenz, uh, two weeks oh, ago, <laughs> Apple and Google need to seriously start exploring booting Twitter off the app store. Uh, Taylor Lorenz, after she was booted from Twitter as a journalist, I have always been a fierce defender of free speech. And so <laughs> these moves, th- these moves by Musk are worrying. <laughs> or how about the woman? I forget who it was. It wasn't Taylor Lorenz, but how about the woman that said that invoked that, that compared Elon Musk to Goebbels for letting people say whatever they want on Twitter. I'm pretty sure the first thing the Nazis did was outlaw freedom of speech. Yo. And also, I mean, well, yes, uh, obviously the conceit that the freedom of speech, quote unquote, in, in its pure doesn't exist on Twitter. And Elon Musk hasn't exactly been the uh, the. Uh, no, no. Listen, it was a marketing it's, tactic. It, it's a marketing tactic. And then it's it's been hysterical watching people get. People want to uh, it, it, it kind of uh, invoke uh, uh, terms of service when it suits them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, that's just terms of service. And it's you like, just, oh, you what? Can't, you you cannot invoke Nazis. Like, like when you're talking about, if you're talking against the notion of freedom of speech, you can't invoke the Nazis. You just can't. No, that's no, not good. Um, hold on, let's see. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I, it's terrible that I should be getting all these talking points from Glenn Greenwald's Twitter, but he's he's handling this uh, matter with uh, some clarity. Again, I've had major issues with uh, Glenn Greenwald. I think that when he has a target, he often uh, will stretch. Uh, he'll he'll stretch uh, th- things out of pettiness. He'll he'll play up things out of pettiness. Yeah, he's a but, scumbag. So, he's a scumbag journalist. Yes, this is what they do for a living. Yeah, so I'm not crazy about him, but on this, he has uh, real clarity because he's he just keeps repeating. Liberals, is this a nothing burger? This is this is. Proof of FBI collusion with big tech to censor to censor items that were are have no legal reason to be censored. Is that not news? <laughs> I mean, uh, you can shout it into the abyss, you know. I mean, it's just that that I think. I mean, man. I mean, I can listen. I can go like full, uh, sort of like like full uh meta like conspiracy and just say like yeah elon's a pawn in this whole whatever the deep state's up to you know because like i still like didn't he said he was going to get rid of all the bots right i don't think that it's still i see mad bots out here i don't know i don't i i i'm not tweeting enough to interact with bots but uh Listen, I'm sick of looking for this shit. I'm sick of Glenn Greenwald's fucking face as I scroll through this. So I'm just I'm just going to sum this up real quick. Uh, he said it better than I can, which is this idea of free speech is a principle that we because people don't have principles, we often sell it to them as their best interest. And we might be, and this is a fear I've always had. We always say you have to be careful about free speech or you, or you have to be careful about censorship because someday you may find yourself on the side of the censored, right? That you might, something you say may, for whatever reason, there may be a regime change or whatever it is, you might find yourself on the outs. And this is, you have to look out for your own self-interest. That's an argument that people make all the time. Yeah. I th- And I've always looked for the language to say that's not the conversation to have. It is a principle that you maintain or it isn't because yeah. now we have this – we have people obsessed with their self-interest to this degree that it's like like all, all we sold them when we were trying to sell them – Hey, you got to look out for yourself. This could happen to you is I'm going to preemptively strike so that it can never be me. Yeah. And now that that's stupid, of course, but, but that's how people's brains work. And we gave them too much credit. (laughs) It's like, yo, it is a principle that you either believe in or you do not. And it seems like this is going to be the battle moving forward is that, uh, you either care about these things and you see, oh yeah, what applies to me applies to others because that's my principle or you're a partisan hack that just wants to harm people that think differently than you. I don't know. I, mean, I guess that's it. And it's, I mean, I think we talked about it more last time, but or, or another time or maybe on one of the streams, I don't remember, but it's like, to me, the mind blowing thing of everything is like, 
you have to be in your soul a deep loser to be invested on what goes on Twitter. Like, oh, to yeah, care I mean, about who owns it, to care about people, what they say, to think it has the influence that it does. You just you're you're like a grub. Well, th- this is the problem is that we're all saying two things at once. Is Twitter important or is it not? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, it is. It is. OK. The notion of government actors trying to censor you. Yeah, that's important, <laughs> especially because they're doing it in a shady way behind the scenes right? on any platform, even if it was fucking your notes app, you know, yes. or it was Microsoft Excel. That's bad. Does it have the influence that people think it does? I I don't. Personally, I do not think so. I think it has influence over a certain type of person. Uh, and that person sucks, honestly. Um, but like, you know, I guess that's neither here nor there. Um, it's it, it. I mean, people that use it will will talk about how much it's, you know, we this whole podcast is essentially this is essentially a Twitter podcast. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we've been talking about for years. And it's like, if you that's just... Why look, that's why no one can love me. Yeah, precisely. I mean... it's why just, I'm mentally if, ill. If you just look at the numbers, like, look at the... Like, there was recently a news story. I forget who put it out, but it's like, the percentage of... The amount of people that have a Twitter account. Okay, then there's the amount of people that tweet more than once a day. It, it, it's like, it's, it, it's, it's a tiny number of humans, you know? So it's like, how much influence can it really have if, if, if you know, ninety eight percent of humanity is not on it? They're not looking at it. What influence can it have? Uh, I mean, we could say the same thing. You know, how many people are reading? How many people were reading newspapers? Probably less than we think, right? So it's Wait like, well. but these, but these are the people that make the people that do read them are the ones that make decisions. So, so that's the hmm. problem. You know what I mean? I agree with you. The average person may not have their views shaped by Twitter in any meaningful way, except for the legislation that comes down because some fucking weirdo is reading it. Right. That's a that's a that's a fair point. But I mean, you know, um, I guess the narrative of like we have to censor these tweets because it it can it, it will uh, infect the voting masses. It's like yo, know, most voters are not looking at this. You know? oh, but 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 again, you're 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 making that you're you're making that uh you're making that that argument about practicalities instead of principles. You know what I mean? Like, just it, it, it's is it wrong to have a government tell you what you can think or or have access to? Yes, it is wrong. Period. That's it. <laughs> you know I mean? That's it. So, like, the, anything that we try to if we try to make it um kind of. Uh, uh, a practical concern. I think we're going the wrong direction. You know that that's all. I'm, that that's that Glenn Greenwald thing I was looking for. That's it, he said it better than I did. He was just basically like, we try to sell this to people on principle, but they're bereft of principles, and and it's it, it, so everything is about fear mongering. Sure, but I, I I but I think I guess my point is that the the notion that this is in fact the new town square. It's just like. Any of the shit we talk, we, we talk about all the time. Any of the shit that's being talked about on Twitter, you can go down the block. You can go to the fucking pizza place. You can go to the fucking burrito spot. You can go to the. Uh, does anything exist besides restaurants? The ch- I don't know, church. Uh, you like? No one's talking about the shit that goes on on here. I, I like I said, uh, it, it's one thing. For, it's it's yes, it is bad that the that that 
<laughs> people are, are being censored. That's not good. I don't support that in any way, shape or form. But it, they're being censored on the conceit that this that people are, are sending out wrong and harmful misinformation. And it's like, I, I don't I don't think that they're whatever they're saying has the effect that you think it has in the sort of democracy destabilizing. It's fucking laughable. It's laughable. You know, it's just it's Twitter's just another fucking echo chamber like fucking CNN or Fox News or fucking oh, that might be true. Yeah, whatever the QAnon bullshit, whatever fucking Q drops. It's just it that, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, well, that that might be true. It It's uh, who it's became become a uh, echo chamber for. I'm not exactly sure. I, I, I think it is. I, I'm relatively sure that it is. uh corporate dem cosplaying as progressive yeah i think that that that's who is uh monopolizing the conversation on twitter the person who believes they are progressive until they confront actual progressivism and go oh hey guys hey guys come on now <laughs> come on, let's let's be cool well, um, no i mean but i think and i think honestly if we're going to get conspiratorial again i mean I, this is not necessarily based on anything other than my theory but uh, I, I don't I think there's some merit to it. And just that I think it's sort of whatever, I mean, whatever word you want to use psyop, I guess, from from the from these agencies to sort of. I think they saw what social media did for something like Occupy Wall Street, and now their whole operative is, hey, you know what, when we talk about the rail workers wanting sick days actually you're thinking about it in the wrong progressive lens we need that we need them because it'll destabilize the economy and actually what we should be talking about is the lack of south asians that work in in red like that's the problem why you know where you know it's it's yeah. that that's, what it is yeah it it's uh oh there's some complex issue that uh is going to require some uh actual uh, uh, thought-filled negotiation between parties that have different interests. Uh, what about Kanye, though? Yeah, you know what I mean, like that—that's—that's <laughs> who it's for. It's for the person that's like, oh, Starbucks unionizing. That's good. I like that. Um, wait, is there a line? Yeah. No, no, I don't like this. Um, listen, can I pivot to something important? Please. This is a tweet. I watched Willow. It was one of my childhood movies, but I hadn't seen it for decades, for decades with my kids. They loved it in order to watch the new series together. Are you aware, Eric, that there's a Disney or Disney plus Willow series? I, I found this out three days ago. Yeah. Okay. Then I saw on Disney plus that it was definitely not recommended for children under 16. <laughs> is it that, is it that violent? Listen, I, I'm sure this is a nice guy who loves his children. What level of violence could Willow on Disney Plus have yeah, that, yeah. that you wouldn't show it to a child versus a movie from what 1989? That are we gonna are we gonna pres presume that the Disney Plus show 1988? The Disney Plus show aimed at the broadest pot. Like, what are we? What are you scared of? Let your kids see the <laughs> sword fight. You watch, know what I mean? Let the kid like, watch the Disney program. Yeah, exactly. Please. 
Like, is that like an online flex or something? Like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm good, dad. No, what? it's, 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 I think it's, uh, is that a dem mating call? No, maybe. I know. It's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's when people have kids, they're weird. They get weird. It's just, it's that innate nature to be like, what if this television show I expose them to turns them into a deranged pedophile school shooter? And then it's my fault. And then my life is ruined and my kid is ruined because I let them watch. I let them, you know, I let them see some show where, yeah, there's violence in it. It's just, you become a, when you become a parent, it's like, you just, you turn into this weird concern bot, everything, you know, anything that could have a a potential negative effect on your kid, like makes you insane. You know, I prefer the parenting that I see at the gas station at 11 o'clock at night where uh, the, one of the workers uh, brings her uh, maybe 10 year old uh, to work uh, and it's late and (laughs) I really, I think that that's fun. And I like that. Uh, Here's the thing. I'm sympathetic. Children are are uh, uh, de- more, but they're both more delicate and uh, more resilient than you think, right? But you don't want to be wrong on which one of those you side to, right? You don't want to say, uh, "Yeah, kid, go play in the yard," and then the kid falls down a well. You don't want that. So I, I understand wanting to keep your precious package, like you know, whatever. That doesn't apply to fucking Willow on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Let it go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your kid is going to be going unprotected high as shit at yeah. a party very soon. Yeah. I don't I don't think Willow is going to be the deciding factor on uh how they manage their lives. I wouldn't show your kid Willow because it's like it is sort of the um the symptoms of uh, culture that is that is uh, truly dead when they have to dig up something. Yo, you know they're fucking rebooting Night Court. Fuck, stop that! <laughs> You're like, what the? What is left? What is gonna be left? Is that true? Yeah, re- they've reboot Night Court. Jesus, hang on. Can I? I want to talk about a video I sent you a couple of days ago. It's uh, so you know how like half a Night you- Court is dead. Night Court and John Larroquette's in it. I thought John, I thought fucking John Larroquette was dead. No, it never does. Um, you know how on YouTube you so when my algorithm got reset, I, I'm constantly getting suggested like you know the chill study beats and the ambient music to fall asleep to, and it's like ten hour long fucking videos of just like music. I guess I found one. It's it's from an account called the videos archive it's kmart in-store music christmas 1974 upload recreation (laughs) okay sounds good the weirdness of that first of all on its face is is one thing the second part is how it has 1.2 million views and the comments the comments from people (laughs) that they're like most nostalgic memories in their heart i'm gonna read this comment hang on uh fuck where'd it go i found uh i'm 57 this reminds me of a time that was so much happier and simpler i remember the grill blue light specials and latest music on 45s times were so different 
Listen, that's how people get. So I, I talked about this on Axe to Grind. I tweeted about Torch and Blacklisted, two bands I really love. Yeah. But two, ba- but two bands that are of an era. Sure. And uh, it's an era that people are not, they, they don't want to go back to necessarily unless they, unless they were there. If you were there, you really enjoyed it. You have good memories of it and you want to talk about it too much. And if you weren't there, you don't want to hear about it at all. It's not like storied or cool yet. You know what I mean? It will be eventually, but it, it's like right now it's kind of just that like old guy, my uncle sort of shit. Right. And it, it gets me thinking that like kind of that bring me back sort of uh, uh brain is where everybody arrives to some degree, but is also like has to be avoided. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I have to dodge it, man. I'm not saying you got to be into hundred gex or some shit, right? Like I'm not saying you got to like be down with whatever like actual children are, are doing, but it's, it can look dangerous almost to be, to be, uh, to gravitate towards things that you liked as a child. It can be, it can be dangerous, dangerous. Well, at least, I mean, I, you know, Obviously, the Star Wars shit got beat to death. I mean, but, you know, at least that's like a piece of art, uh, you know, something that I I bring up this video because, like, you can I can understand being nostalgic for the cool movies you saw as a kid. I can understand reminiscing about seeing fucking Alice in Chains in 1992 when you were lit with all your buds. I get that. That's that's a that's a meaningful memory. But doesn't it? But I'm looking at people fucking cry i'm crying right now any else anyone else remember the blue light special please read some highlights from this for me (laughs) oh my god all right let's let's uh never thought i'd get teary-eyed over kmart but here i am oh god why do people talk like memes i know Thank you, uh, thank you uh, for uploading this. You've made us all feel like kids again. Okay. Merry Christmas, Kmart shoppers. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. That's kind of nice. Yeah, it's alright. It's fine. That one's alright. <laughs> this music makes me happy and sad at the same time. Happy to hear those songs that are so familiar to me. Yeah, Jingle Bells. I would think that would be familiar. <laughs> to you. Sad knowing that those days are gone. Yo. You, I'm pretty sure you can go to Kmart right now. <laughs> I mean, I certainly can. There's one down the street. That's what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's it is like a. We've talked about it. I think the, the Greeks considered men- nostalgia a mental illness. They're correct. They're correct. It, it's a. It, look, for all of us, there's going to come a time when our best days are behind us. Yes, that's the na- that's the nature of the thing. And perhaps it's a uh, maybe it's mentally healthy to accept that and to not run from it in a in a way that is pointless. But I also think that you can't telegraph your hunger for a different time because it makes it seem like you have nothing to offer now. it comes with this like conceit that the that your life is currently bleak. Yeah. 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 And but you know what? Here's the flip side. Here's the flip side. The flip side is the nostalgia R and B tours where 
uh, kind of like uh, uh, mothers of three. Uh, they kind of just really grind against their man, you know, their, their, their second husbands uh, or the, the boyfriends who have, uh, they're unmarried, but they've been helping raise the children for three years. Uh, they grind against them. Well, like, you know, Ashanti plays, right. Performs to 3000 people, uh, maybe a thousand people. And that is, there's joy there. Those people are experiencing joy. So it's yeah. like difficult for, in the same way that like I get depressed when I go to weddings and people are like, Oh, this is my jam, you know, like, and, and they start dancing to something that's like really like, don't want to be a player no more. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, and you'll be like, this is, this is your, this is your jam, you know, but uh, there's something to that, right. There's something uh, that person's happy. And I don't know. I don't want to take away people's happiness. I just want them to be happy elsewhere. Or I want them to be happy. I want them to take happiness from other shit, from new interests. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, you can't, I listen, I, I understand there's obviously as a human, we all have things that we remember and we think about it and go, oh yeah, it was pretty cool. I remember going to my grandparents' house when I was a kid. It was, it was lovely, but like, you just can't wallow in that. You can't, no. you cannot get drunk and at 3am go on the fucking, the YouTube video and, 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 and type no, some shit right. like. I don't know. Back in 1976, I worked for Kmart. I was the 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 young guy behind the deli counter serving ham sandwiches. Yo, that's a nightmare memory. That should not be. That should not be a fucking cherished memory. I've worked hold in the on. deli. It's awful. Oh, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna say Woolworths ad. Let's see what a Woolworths ad. Oh my god, these are. Oh, well, I'm in Australia where Woolworths is still a thing, but I'm looking for. Oh my god. Uh hold on. Add vintage. Let's say. Isn't it funny? Uh, okay, ni- nineteen eighty-three. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> let's see what the comments are on this one. <laughs> let's see. That's the best ad I've ever seen. I, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, blimey, after all these years, thanks for finding this. I was the lad with the speaking spell, filmed in Luton Arndale Center at the country's biggest store. Uh, I only remembered bits of this ad. Can't can't remember meeting those famous stars. I'd love to see the famous stars. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's a, apparently there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of titties out in this video, uh, this ad, or not titties out, like a lot of like braless women. Right. Uh, let's see. I remember what, what happened to Christmas? <laughs> that's that's one of the comments. Uh, <laughs> my holy shit! You know what? We should do a show that is just YouTube comments. Here yeah, is a did. here is a comment on a Woolworths ad. <laughs> my aunt is very sick. <laughs> that's it that's it well a, a, a unhappy face my aunt is very sick <laughs> okay i'm sorry to hear that why are you that's commenting you, that on the woolworths youtube video that's where you go to let it out 
The oh, amount of people sad. just like cracking a fucking 30 rack at, at two in the morning as they stumble home from the bar and just getting on YouTube and sobbing and just oh, letting people know. Wait a second. That's where we're going to go next. Um, give me a, uh, a, a we're going to go Coors ad vintage. Mm. Uh, Coors commercial 19. Okay, here's a rare Coors commercial from with Sam Elliott now because people are gonna be talking about Sam Elliott. Um, 1986 vintage Coors commercial. We're gonna go with uh, this one from 1980. But people might be too. This might be too old. Let's see. Yo, the, the, <clears throat> I don't know what the I don't know what the blue light special is, but my God, it had an impact on people. There's so <laughs> many comments that are like the blue light special. Does anyone else remember? Uh, here's one of the comments. Yeah. Well, it's like, it was just a sales thing. Um, here's the, uh, here's a comment left on this vintage cores ad when men were not confused to be men. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've got a, uh, an acquaintance, uh, a guy I'm friendly with who is, uh, I might've talked about him. He's, uh, M- Mexican dude. Um, you know, a, a graffiti guy for years and years and years. And uh, he is now like a true Trumper. Yeah. And, and he is, uh, but what's interesting about him is that everything comes back to kind of like fears about uh, gender stuff happening. Um, fears about uh, uh, kind of like uh, the influence of wokeism, dri- like driving people out of their careers and everything. But it's like, you know, these are conversations to be had, but they're like, he like swims in it and, it, and, and like, can't get off of it. Right. And it's like, well, imagine the person that's that guy who is a cool dude who just happens to be stuck uh, uh, on a topic right now. Like, right. Like the same way that somebody might be stuck on, have you seen the Sopranos? It's awesome. Yeah. And they just want to talk about the Sopranos all day. So, like imagine somebody like that, but to the level of mental illness where they have to go to YouTube. Do you know what I'm saying? Like where they have yeah. to be like, they have to go to YouTube and be like, this is before men turned into women. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let's see. Oh, I like this. This is a Coors Light Wingman TV ad from uh, 2003. Uh this is the best commercial. This is one of the best beer commercials ever. Uh, next comment. I will never forget this commercial. <laughs> I'm, I'm con- so I have a comment on my end that says I've been looking for this song forever. It's it's all it's all Christmas songs. <laughs> don't have Christmas. to look hard. The whole thing is Christmas songs. I'm so <laughs> so confused. What song could he have been looking for? Uh. Well, thank you for posting this. I haven't seen this commercial in years, but it, I still sing it to myself every now and then at work. Can't get it out of my head. Funny thing was, I remember being at one of the best We Salute You spots from the other beer, Go Coors Light. A Coors Light partisan. <laughs> mm-hmm. This commercial never gets old. Uh, perhaps one of the best beer commercials of all time. True genius. 
Yo, this is dozens of people saying this is the best beer commercial of all time. Give me one second. I'm going to see what this is about. Man. Oh. It's a guy with an acoustic guitar singing. Uh, you're trying to talk to a girl at the bar, but she's towing an anchor, an investment banker. And it's about how you need a wingman to help you land this girl. Jesus Christ. And this still comes, this still pops into this guy's head uh, 20 years later. It's crazy. Shit, man. In a month, it's going to be twenty years. <laughs> There's still people being like, "Oh, remember that that wingman commercial?" <laughs> the wingman commercial. This is yeah. It's fuck, man. What else do people have nostalgia about? That's just depressing. <laughs> I mean, Kmart is pretty fucking rough, man. I mean, I'm sure there's people that, you know. I'm, let's I'm sure see. People, let's see how many people in the vintage Marlboro ad are talking about their their dad who died, or their or their fucking like ex smokers who 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 miss who miss just token up, who who are watching this being like like the way the addicts get together and talk about yeah. the old. Uh, this okay. This is a Marlboro commercial, everybody. This commercial still gives me goosebumps and a cozy feeling. I remember that I watched it at my grandma's when I was six years old, 1981. This shows me the impact advertisement has on children, even tobacco ads. Next person, very powerful tobacco ad. (laughs) I remember vividly from my childhood. Um, Man, I sure could go for a Marlboro with its smooth blend perfected by its latest filter technology and an amazing flavor. Okay, well, that guy's at least in the zone. Um, let's see. Oh, no. There was nothing like smoking a Marlboro in the morning with a cup of coffee. The knowledge of the harm cigarettes caused came along and ruined everything. No, it was it was available to you at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't this wasn't exactly life-altering information to find out that it like in the 1980s oh yeah cigarettes are bad let's see uh it's it man this shit puts me in a fucking place wish i'd show this wish they'd show this kind of commercial nowadays i'd watch them all day long <laughs> Dude, no, you can't do that. I'd watch them all day long. You can't, you know. Uh, I, don't let's I mean, if you're gonna, I've already, I already said it, but if you're gonna be nostalgic, you gotta listen to God. Listen to L Seven. You I'm know, gonna suggest that. Listen to listen to some Van Halen. Uh. Marlboro man lived next to me for a few years in uh, Corona Del Mar, California. My buddy had him sign his carton of Marlboros. (laughs) Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. Today, you have to live healthy. Don't smoke. Don't eat sugar. Don't feed your children chocolate. Don't eat fat. Don't do sport. Live the healthy way and do all that by order. You are not allowed to do anything that is fun. Live live long and don't think about how boring it will be. Don't think about the the missed adrenaline, fun or adventure. While you, your electric by a robot driven car brings you to work and back in an air conditioned cabin 
These are all spelled wrong, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Cabin is spelled incorrectly. Without contact to uh, the terrible things outside they used to call nature. Uh, It's toxic. Stay at home. Don't travel. It's dangerous. Connect your brain uh, and get hypnotized by modern technology while the real rich have the whole fucking great world to themselves without all the average people. They don't deserve to live. Sad but true. We're not far away from this. Yo, you gotta, you gotta stop, man. You gotta get off a little bit. (laughs) You can still go outside, my guy. Nobody's stopping. Just go outside. Yeah, I mean that's that might not be nostalgic. That might just be like mentally ill brain. Here's one from Tulupo, Mississippi. Flash. I remember lighting up watching this, thinking it's great that gas is ninety nine cents a gallon. With no libtards to chase down on horseback, and no libtards to chase down on horseback. Ah, the eighties. Chase down on horseback? I don't know. Is he he border patrol? I don't, I don't know what this guy's about. I don't. I'm. Yeah. I. Uh, that's a weird one. I could do this all day. See, I, this, is, I, this is how you know that Twitter's fake, right? Uh, yes. Because yes. this, this sounds like real people. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You're sad. Wait, 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 wait. This is proof. Of how damaged people are. My older sister died at an early age with lung cancer. She had started smoking when she was 13 years old. I've only seen her with one picture where she looked healthy without a cigarette in her hand. Needless to say, right before she died, she didn't even have a cigarette in her hand, but she had cancer in both her lungs. Then this person goes three lung emojis, which I didn't know existed, (laughs) and three crying face emojis. (laughs) The lung emoji. Well, three crying face emojis for your sister. Is that like, yeah, pour one out for my sister who's dead. Here's some here's some crying face emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, again, I wouldn't ever think of putting that in a comment section of anything. No, it, it's so strange. But 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 it's it's strange in that way that is. There are no bots in the YouTube comments. There doesn't need to be. These are two. That's that's exactly right. An AI that studied human beings 24-7 could not generate such, like, pathetic insights. Yes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, Typically, people keep things like that to themselves. Although I'm over here thinking about spending a, a, a large sum of money on a on a spawn the movie film crew hat from 1996. 
Yo, the things I look at on eBay are not well. <laughs> uh, looking at a Twitter account called the Spawn Archive. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how's it going? I mean, this hat looks awesome. Are they selling it? The Spawn movie kind of sucked. Yeah, no, it sucks. It's bad. But I also probably haven't seen it in 30 years, but this one's kind of lame. Anyway. So <laughs> Hold on. Vintage ad. Um, let's see. Vintage advertisements. No. So we got to go to 1990. Mm. Like, because. I feel like that's the most pathetic time to feel nostalgia for it. Although, I mean, it was a good time for people. People were mostly riding high, but uh, I just feel like in general, it's like kind of doesn't have the, the appeal of the eighties. It's there's just like to want to go back there is just, I mean, I guess you had the Clinton politics where you're like, everybody, everybody's doing well. Don't worry about it. Uh, Kmart had the best popcorn, better than Sears, which is saying something. My grandmother would take me there and she would let me go to the toy aisle because that's what I would stay till she would come and get me. But every now and then she would have to page me, LOL, right after the blue light special. Remember them? Man, I never had money when that blue light special would go off. How I miss those carefree days. Unless, like many of you, I miss my grandparents who raised me back in Dallas. Merry Christmas. Okay, hold on. I could be more depressing than that. Here's uh, a block of vintage commercials from the early 1990s. Here's the comments. I never thought these days would end. Here's another. Uh, <laughs> You're still alive, all, homie. All these commercials are wonderful. Those Wendy's, Coke, and McDonald's commercials just melt my heart. God bless your soul, Mr. Dave Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, these commercials soul, make Mr. me Dave Thomas. Th this might sum it up. These commercials make me feel safe. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Fuck. What a weird, what a weird little, like interesting paradox. It is that like by most metrics, the world improves as a place generationally and yet this deep innate human thing to be so wistful for for no. times that have uh -huh. that have come and gone listen oh man that sony cd player commercial really brings me back to being 13 and watching lots and lots of mtv when one of the most when it was one of the most played commercials that year I also remember having kind of having to be into Beverly Hills 90210, which, by the way, this person puts everything in uh, uh, everything in quotes, quotes. So Beverly Hills 90210, which is it doesn't require quotes, but not minding it as much uh, 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 as the omnipresence of the utterly dire saved quote saved by the bell and how much my family loved the relatability of, quote, Roseanne, since we were <laughs> an awful lot like the Connors. And I remember rolling my eyes at that Robitussin commercial whenever it aired, because even back then I recognized just how sexist it was. And oh my God, I remember that extra bubble gum commercial and how it got me to try it out and how I still very much enjoy it. And wow, I feel <laughs> this is depressing. And wow, I feel young again. <laughs> Thank you for ta taking 
Thank you very much for making me forget how ancient and decrepit I am. Wow. God. Quit shopping uh-huh. at Kmart once they quit selling ammo right around 1989. Man, they used Fuck. to have some good deals on ammo. Fuck. <laughs> that might be the highlight. How about how about this one? I, this comment just says very simply, I miss the ham sandwiches so much. <laughs> that's fantastic holy, holy fuck holy shit I can smell the popcorn right now <laughs> my grandma worked here this makes me think of my grandma I miss her sad face uh, yo. <laughs> your grandma <laughs> had to work there because she didn't have a pension. Yeah, exactly. Also, that, that that's uh, that's her eulogy is a is a sad face. Yeah, <laughs> a, a sad face emoji. Right. I think about right. the, I think about this pretty often. There, there's a guy who, uh, who, who I I knew. I don't know if you knew him, but he died, and his last tweet was the most mundane, stupid thing I'd ever seen, and mm. it, it and it got me thinking. Like, oh, wow, that's like so much of our, so many of our fates is to just be like our last moments are like talking about, you know, vintage cores ad or whatever, whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. And, and it's like, oh, I guess that's every, I mean, at the end of the day, not everybody, not everybody like dies in the hail of gunfire fighting in World War II. Some people just, you know, you, you have to remember them by their social media, which is, just depressing as shit it's like it's them being like glenn greenwald you're a bitch bro why are you holding water for 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 the wealthiest man on the planet um all right i mean what if someone's last tweet was god man's this new willow shit sucks yeah exactly and then all of a sudden their, their heart ventricle ruptured what if your last tweet is uh one episode into willow uh, I'm not sure if it's too violent for my children. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like you know? <laughs> you're dead. Dead. You're dead. Uh, all right. Uh, I, we have to do overtime later because I have a scheduled podcast uh, to do now. Wow. That's just but a listen. Way. You you hit me at you hit me an hour ago going oh this is a podcast. All right. We we'll do a maybe we you can woke up in a haze of no exercise. Uh, eating what you want at your parents' house, going ooh. ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, dude, my sleep's good. It's bad. It's embarrassing. You're bad. I'm waking up like after ten. Oh my god! I know it's dark. You know, oh, you know, wow. it's even it's even darker because it's like I'll wake up at nine and go, eh, and then, <laughs> then it'll be ten thirty. It's uh, rough. Yes. I'm still in California time. Whatever. Fuck you. Uh, I'm, waking, right. I'm waking up five a.m. to six a.m. Yeah, but that's your you got that that's your schedule now. That's your uh what's the word? Uh your circadian rhythm. I still have a Los Angeles circadian rhythm. Also, we were we were streaming last night till like 2 a.m. my time. Yo, when we started getting just randos in the in the shit, that that's was a good fun. sign. That's a good sign. That was fun. That means that at 2 a.m. Twitch is so pathetic in the just chatting section that <laughs> us us having 30 viewers is like, no, let's pump this. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no, everybody. Uh, so let's plug all the things. Actually, we'll have to. We have to chop a, a little. We have to push the shirts. The shirts are almost done, uh, everybody. So get if you want a shirt, get a shirt through. Get a shirt. Through and through merch.com. Go there. They're almost gone. You got to get a shirt. Stop being a fucking idiot. Are they um, almost gone? That's great. Yeah, they're selling. They're selling. They're they're out there. They're out in the world. People are wearing them. People are getting weird looks as they walk through the airport. It's a joy. You wear it at, yeah. at, at Kmart and you go, why don't they sell the popcorn anymore? You know, wear you, the twerking Marge shirt to the airport. Yeah, I definitely wear it to the airport. Uh through and through merch.com, go there, get a shirt. Uh uh we do Twitch streams now, everybody. We're 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 pretending like it's 2016. We're doing our, our Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash WP timeline. Go there. We do them every Tuesday and Thursday, uh, 8 p.m. Los Angeles time, 11 p.m. New York time. They're they're really they're really fun. Uh I think we should do also I think we should do one. We should do like a, a Christmas Eve like misery stream. Oh, that's pretty good. The, people love the misery streams. Uh well that's, we that's pretty so good. keep an eye out for that. Uh at WP Timeline on Twitter. Uh fuck, what's the phone number? We haven't done messages in a long time. Okay, so you know what? We'll do an overtime tomorrow. We're gonna do messages. Uh that's good. Yeah. Uh what's the number? Five oh nine is part of it. Uh Holy shit. Did I forget the number? I don't I mean, remember make, the number. That would make me feel better. It seemed autistic that you remembered Holy it at fuck. all. Fuck, it's kind of weird how I was very good at remembering it. Very good. 205-509-9785. I think that's the number. If it's not, just make a friend. Uh yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, we're possible timeline at gmail.com for all uh business inquiries. I think that's everything, right? Did we plug everything that we have? Um, yeah, I think so. Anyway, everybody, we'll, we'll catch you next time. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts.